0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, a podcast for uncertain creatives. My name is Katerina. You can find me over at katerinawrites.com. I am a writer and developmental editor and I'll link all my socials down in the description of this podcast. Um, yeah, it's been a busy week for me so I haven't really prepared all that much for this episode and what I want to talk about, just more of a general idea. And I am trying to do that whole kind of casual conversation with this podcast because that's what I like to listen to. And I think it's just more fun to do that and kind of ramble a little bit (laughs) and just to practice my speaking skills because as a writer, I express myself better through the written word, Uh, but I do want to work on my verbal expression a bit and to learn not to stutter as much or take long pauses or (laughs) say unnecessary filler words like um and so uh (laughs) yeah okay today's episode (laughs) is all about procrastination uh this procrastination has been the devil on my shoulder for most of my life and you know there are a lot of deep-seated reasons for that Uh, but I kind of want to talk more a bit about how I overcame it And I just wrote a few notes to kind of give me some direction. Um, Yeah, okay. Procrastination is probably the creative's worst trait. Because there are so many things we want to do and want to get done and create. And yet there's always that little, like I said, devil on our shoulders telling us that uh, we shouldn't do it. And a lot of that... That desire to not do something and procrastinate comes from first and foremost i think the fear of failure because when you're not doing something you're not working at it for example like writing a book um you don't know for sure if it's if you're good or not right it's kind of up in the air you're like yeah i'll get to when i get to it and you can still have the fantasy in the back of your head that when you do get to it it'll be amazing right but in reality sometimes you sit down and you start working on something and you realize uh that it's shit (laughs) and you probably have to start again or delete it or completely like let that idea go because it's not going to take you anywhere and I think that leads to a lot of procrastination just that fear and the fear of failure really because when you're faced with that you you realize you're not as good as you want to be or as you thought you were which is fine like it's okay to know that you're not that good because it means there is room for improvement and the only way to improve is to just do that thing that you suck at over and over and over again until you get better at it, right? So that's one reason for procrastination. And that is a big one for me and what's held me back um, uh, in a lot of my life from doing the things I wanted to do. Uh, and another reason, I think is just having the just the tenacity, to just to do that thing over and over again it's especially if it's something that's hard you just don't want to do it right and it just leads to you putting it off putting it off instead of being able to comfortably face the difficulty of whatever that is and the difficulty might just be small too it might just be the fact that you have to do something that you're uncomfortable with but you know you need to do it and you're just kind of pushing it off until there's no other option than to just do it you know uh for me that. I guess in a sense for me this is it, it's this podcast because I am not very comfortable doing it. I leave it till the end of the day even though I probably shouldn't because um, I'd rather work on my writing earlier in the day when I have the clearest head because that's what I enjoy doing the most and I feel most comfortable doing. But the, yeah, I think this podcast is a good example of what, where my procrastination is really going right now. Um, but I think... I think this whole lockdown situation has really showed me a lot about where I tend to allow myself to procrastinate in my life, in my creative life that is. Um, And I think with all the time I've had on my hands lately to reflect on this, I've actually gotten a lot better when it comes to procrastinating and recognizing when I'm doing it and to just not do it anymore, which as I think about that is kind of amazing that I've, I've been able to, to correct that in what, seven months? Like, I, and it's been, and these seven months have been a freaking roller coaster of emotions, really, right? So I'm, I look back and I realize, like, wow, I've come so far when it comes to working on the work I want to do and not allowing myself to procrastinate that I kind of wanna just share a few of those tips with anybody else who's struggling with it. And while I do do that on my blog, Obviously, a podcast is accessible to a variety of other people, so I might as well do it here as well. Or I might as well do it here too. (laughs) Again, struggling with the verbal communication. Um, Yeah, so the first first and most important thing I had to teach myself as I went through this procrastination journey, when I had all this time on my hands during lockdown and was faced with the... Scary truth that the time that I had on my hands should be going to my creative work Like there was no better opportunity for me to do all the stuff I want to do than right then like between March and you know September What is it now? October (laughs) Um, Day in day I was faced with the fact that this is when you should be doing your creative work And I just realized that there was no point procrastinating anymore Um, So I learned that the most important method to getting out of that procrastination mindset is to just do it and I know the first thing that probably pops into your head is Shia LaBeouf screaming just do it and that is also the first thing that pops into my head so that helped (laughs) but also you probably think like okay yeah that's easier said than done which yes but also no (laughs) let me explain yeah, it's easy to say just do it, just do that thing, you know, just do it. But then when it actually comes to doing it, um, you have to actually put effort in and energy. And if your energy isn't being directed in that way, then yeah, it's hard to, to just snap into that mindset for sure. Um, as an example, I guess workouts are a big one, right? If you're not working out consistently and one day you decide, you know, I'm just going to work out, it's hard to kind of get over that hurdle if your physical body is not even accustomed to to doing that, right? To even focusing any of that energy towards a workout. So, yeah, I understand. Um, However, it's also not easier said than done because really, at the end of the day, you just have to do it. And that comes down to anything, right? Like, there are some things in life that you literally just have to do no matter... You have to do it no matter what, right? Um... I don't know, eating food, you have to do it. even if you don't a lot of times even if you don't feel like eating food, you have to still eat food because you need it right And I guess you know intuitive eating is a whole other topic that maybe I can discuss in another episode. but you just know that you have to do it no matter what, right? And the sooner you do it the better like the easier it is you just do it and get it done. And uh, that applies to other aspects of your life as well, right? So for me, it had to do with just doing all the things I know I knew I needed to do to get my creative brand off the ground. Right. So a little bit of a backstory for me is that for years I've been I've been blogging for years, not taking it very seriously, just kind of more having an outlet, a creative outlet. And I've always loved it. But in that time, you know, I worked at an office job where I didn't have much time after work to do creative projects even though I really wanted to and then I worked as a freelance copywriter for um, a brand and I, they had me kind of on contract with them for a while so I okay, I had to step away from my computer for a second so hopefully I can get back on track but I think what I was saying was that I was working um, as a freelance copywriter for a company that had me on contract and while that was great you know I was living the Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle of being a writer and writing remotely and you know in that time I lived in England for for a bit and uh yeah it was great but it didn't give me the motivation and the encouragement to work as just as hard on my creative writing as I was for this company right I was kind of just like in the mindset of employee employee so I'm doing the writing that they want me to do and when lockdown started I realized that I like there was no other option for me than to to stop being in that employee mindset and start being in the CEO mindset of both my creative life and my personal life right it just really knocks some sense into me to realize that nobody else is gonna do this stuff for me you know it's all me I'm the one who has to do it and that goes for the creative work I wanted to do right I realized that I just had to do it even though I had a lot of insecurities and a lot of fears when it comes to sharing your creative work and your 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 inner thoughts and workings with other people, right? It is very intimidating. It's very scary to just... to, to share that openly and consistently, which is what you have to do in order to build a brand. And I realized one day um, that I just had to do it. Like, you just... You just have to do it. And you have to look at it the way you would any other task in your life that you have to do. For example, I blog. I write a blog post every day. I don't write them on the day that they're... I write them in advance. But every day I have a blog post going up. So I've started looking at my blog post creation as a non-negotiable. Like the days that I have to work from home it's a non-negotiable that I'm going to write a blog post or two that day. Whereas my mindset in the past would have been, yeah, like oh, maybe I'll do a blog post a week or like, oh, I don't really feel like it now. Now at this one is that I, even if I'm not feeling it, I'm going to put that blog post out. And sometimes that kind of backfires because it might not be your best work. You know, if you're not in the mindset, and you don't like have the energy for it. But it's training myself to be consistent no matter what and to show myself that I I just have to do this because I know in the long run this is going to build a brand for myself and really get my work out there in a way that wouldn't happen if I was just going with my own flow of how I was feeling, you know? Sometimes you can't just go by how you're feeling. You have to just go by what you know you need to do. So I've started looking at doing my blog posts as... Something I gotta do, like flossing my teeth. Um, I never ever feel like flossing my teeth, but I know in the long run it's better for my oral health, so I do it, I just do it, and sometimes sometimes I still procrastinate, but I know that I need to do it every day, so I can't procrastinate longer than the period of time you know before I go to bed, so no matter what I'm just doing it and Again, I know this is hard to get into your, like to put in the back of your mind whenever you're trying to achieve something or trying to work towards something and not procrastinate. But the, I guess the main method that I use to be able to just do it is uh, Mel Robbins. I think that's her name. Mel Robbins uh, five second rule method. And I discovered her. Let me just make sure that's her name. I think that's her name. Sometimes I confuse her, but be- yeah, it's Mel Robbins. Cause I think of Tony Robbins too. And they're kind of like the same, I don't know. Um, oh, her husband's name is Christopher Robbins. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, yeah. Her, her method of the five second rule is to, is to kind of, it's, it's a training process, right? It's training your mind to be able to just do it. But what the rule is that when you know you have to do something or you think, okay, I need to get up out of bed you give yourself five seconds and you count down from five to zero and then when zero hits you just do it and the reason you have to count down backwards is because the mind the mind sees zero as a final point to as like from where you just you can't go anywhere else other than doing what you need to do right so for example like if, if you were counting up from zero to five you can keep going after five you can go to six and seven and that's where kind of procrastination breeds is in that hazy, outer area where you can kind of like a limbo almost right but when you count down backwards and you hit zero there's literally nowhere else to go um so it kind of it tricks your mind to to just do it because you know you've given yourself that now some people can't some people can't get that to work for them because they are so they're so stubborn in their procrastination that They just, they would rather procrastinate than just do what they need to do. And that is a different story, right? Like there's something there, there's a block there that's stopping them from doing that thing. And they feel comfort in procrastination over success, right? Whatever that success might be for you. It might be finishing your book or, I don't know, calling your friend who you haven't talked to in a while, right? Everyone's success is different. But yeah, just doing it is the main way that I've managed to, I don't want to say beat my procrastination, but really really overcome it for the majority of my life right now which is great like obviously sometimes you do need a break and you do want to just you do want to just push things off a little bit and I think it's good to be able to indulge yourself in that from time to time um, because if you're feeling it and you don't let yourself indulge in it you're gonna overindulge at a later date right when it's all built up um so I think it's important to you know, when you feel like, okay, you know what? I need to, I, ha- I know I have to do that thing, but I'm not really, like, I feel like I really need a break right now and taking that break, right? And it's, it's, again, it's about being kind of intuitive and understanding what your body and your mind needs in that moment. But also it's about distinguishing between what you actually need and what you want, right? You want to procrastinate because it's easier to procrastinate than it is to do the damn thing. But what you need to do is do that thing in order to get to where you want to be right and it's about thinking of it as like kind of the engineer of your of your reality and of your life you see the blueprints you you're the observer of everything so you know how it's all going to pan out if you procrastinate again so instead of being just procrastinating as you normally would you now decide you know what, I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna get over it stop moping and just get to it yeah so those have been my thoughts on procrastination. Probably a little all over the place. Again, still getting comfortable in front of a mic and just talking. But I do like the free flow of, of kind of just discussing what's on in my mind. And I think uh, for a creative podcast, procrastination is probably a really big one. I think I might also do... Um, I guess I've done insecurity already. And I was going to say maybe i do the um, imposter syndrome. But I... I already kind of touched on that but yeah procrastination is so important to overcome when it comes to doing your work and I think a lot of the struggle there also is your ego you know you feel like you're you're never going to be able to do the work and create something as good as the vision of it in your head right and it's kind of (laughs) it's almost like patting yourself on the back in a weird way to say that yeah, like I'm just such a visionary like nothing i I do physically is going to represent the like the amazing idea I have and it's just it's like just get over yourself you know just get over yourself and do it and I wish I would had, had somebody say the things I'm saying right now to me earlier on so I hope that it's helped you see procrastination and creativity in a different way and encourage you to kind of give maybe the five second rule a try to see if that works for you and your procrastination. I know it worked for me. And the first way I started it was with getting up in the morning. I Or even just like, not even getting up, but like being awake, you know? So if I set my alarm for seven, no matter what at seven, I am, I am committing to being awake now, right? Rather than saying, oh, let me snooze for a little bit. Even if I don't get up out of bed and I decide to just scroll on my phone, at least I've committed to the fact that I'm seven o'clock, I am awake, right? And then that... Snowballs into the fat into me being able to sleep earlier, right? Because I've been awake from seven So I'll sleep earlier then I'll wake up again early the next day Um, so that's been a really big change for me. That's helped a lot in Just giving me the time of day to do all the creative work. I want to do plus also working at my part-time job uh, Because I have to get up early for that as well Yeah, so start with something small start with waking up at a certain time in the mornings or Start with taking a walk around the neighborhood every day. Just something that kind of allows you to commit to yourself and keep a promise. And to prove to yourself that you are capable of doing whatever it is you want to do, right? Even if it feels very difficult in the moment and exhausting, the more you do it, the more you do anything that you don't want to do, the more obvious it will be to yourself that you are capable of more than your ego lets you think you are. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nobody Is Doing It Right. Uh, Again, all my social links are in the description below. And I'll talk to you next week.